Welcome back to Breaking Snooze. It's the long-awaited return of the official podcast of THS Publications. I'm going to be your host for today's uh, conversation. My name is Doug Kyles, and I'm news editor for the Tiger Times. In the studio with me, I have Gracie Hinnard. Hi. <laughs> and Joe Haynes-Stewart. Hi. Uh, today's topic is quite a controversial one, but it's definitely very relevant. The 2020 election. And uh, the two guests I have with me are on opposing sides of the political spectrum. And so, uh, Joe, starting with you, could you just take a few seconds to introduce yourself and who you support for 2020? Hi, uh, I'm Joseph Hank Stewart. I'm a sophomore here at Texas High, and I am a supporter of Joe Biden. I'm very much mm-hmm. settled for Biden. He wasn't my first choice, but mm-hmm. here we are. And you, Gracie? Um, my name is Gracie Hinnard. I'm a, a senior at Texas High, and I'm a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll start off with Joe. What for you is the most important issue you see at stake in the 2020 election? Um, the most important issue I find is just necessarily being being more presentable as a country. I feel like Donald Trump as a president has made us less of a less of a um, a country to look up to. We have a silly leader who openly is just ignorant to most of our topics. Gracie, do you want to respond to that? Um, well, I'll just answer the question that you mm-hmm. um, gave. I think that the most there's not like one specific most important um, topic of the election. I think it's just like Trump's um, slogan is make America great again. We want to be the greatest country that we can be. And so that brings in multiple issues that I feel like Trump is on the better end of. I feel like Mm -hmm. he's right on. Uh, So, Gracie, what are some problems you see in supporting Biden? Uh, Something that you just, you know, wouldn't be able to get over and, you know, get behind him. Um, His economic plan, I've I've read it, and I've had some people on the left explain it to me a little bit. Um, He wants to tax the top 1%. And he wants to um, give things like free education. He wants to lower the price on medicine. And I'm just wondering where he's going to get this money. We're already in so much debt. And he's saying he wants to tax the top 10%. But um, you're taxing the people who are making your jobs, the people who, now excluding athletes and and celebrities, obviously, but a lot of millionaires are business owners or company owners or CEOs. And so they're the ones making the jobs. So I feel like his economic plan is going to hurt our Mm -hmm. economy more than help. Okay, and Joe, if you want to respond to that or maybe raise uh, some problems you see with supporting Trump. Uh, yes, okay. First thing is um, you ask where he's going to get the money for all these things. Did you know in 2018 Amazon didn't pay a single cent in taxes while the American people filed millions of dollars into their corporation? Not a single cent. That's tons and tons of just tax money that's out there that the American people needed and the American people need to claim today. And another problem with supporting Trump overall is he doesn't really have empathy. I don't think he's very empathetic. I don't think he sees the problems. He's always been above the working class from his father to just how he's grown up and how he was raised. He's always been above the working class. So he doesn't or wouldn't really understand our problems. Mm -hmm. Gracie, do you want to respond? Yeah. One thing we have to remember is we didn't we don't elect a president for his personality. We elect him for what he's going to do in the country. We don't elect him from his past. We elect him with what he's going to do in the future. Um, and another thing about the, the taxes, 
Biden's plan wants to tax um, big corporations. He wants to put more taxes, and that's going to cause corporations to leave the United States. And so, by raising those taxes, um, you're you're essentially forcing companies out of our country to go somewhere else because they have lower taxes somewhere else in different countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we'll move on here. Are there any issues? I guess we'll start with Joe. Uh, especially important to you, based on. Uh, all parts of your background, maybe your age, religion, uh, race, or gender? Um, most important issue to me, well, one of the more important issues is really having to do with climate. I'm a very, I'm very climate friendly, and I believe that it is one of the more important things because it not only has something to do with the present, it has something to do with the future and how it'll affect our children and our grandchildren and civilization as a whole. And the l- utter lack of action by the Trump administration is very dis, dis, disagreeing. I disagree with it a lot. Mm-hmm. And Gracie? Okay, so I'm, I'm a Christian. I was born into the faith, and I believe in Genesis 1, it says God created the heavens and the earth, and I think he knew that eventually our climate, our, our world would be full of people with cars and electronics and emitting these gases. And so I, I do believe that climate is a change. If we're talking about like global warming, I don't think that's a thing. I think God knew that we were going to have all these things. So he wouldn't make an earth that was unsuitable for or that would degrade because in the end, the earth is going to be destroyed whenever God comes back. So that's just where I stand on that. Okay. Do you want to respond? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Now, what I got from that is that you don't believe global warming exists when there is lots I believe lots. it exists, but I don't think it's as big of a problem as people are making it out to be. I think it's coming out to scare people. It's coming out to scare people. That's okay. what I believe. You believe it's coming out to scare people. Then why? Okay. There are many, many people who believe that we'll just get over it and it'll just be a phase. The cities of places in like Florida, Houston, and New York by just raising the temperature by one degree and us not taking action on that, some of those areas will become inhabitable, which will also affect our economy in the process. But you're, you're believing in your faith is necessarily just holding back the mm-hmm. problems that we face right now. We can always have faith in God, but God wants us to be independent sometimes. And so we have to take that into our reins and go on with it. I think we have a clear disagreement there. So uh, no matter what your motivations are for, you know, supporting a different climate policy, uh, it really all depends on what your candidate is willing to do for it. So I'll just move on here. Uh, if If you had only a short time to convince an undecided voter to side with you, what would you say? I'll start with Gracie. Oh, gosh. Um... There's a lot of things that um, Biden is obviously opposed to. That's why we have two different political parties. And one of the things that I would say is um, gun rights. A lot of of people on the left think that guns should be regulated. That's one of Biden's big things. But, you know, not guns. Gun ownership isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. correlated with high crime rates or anything like that. And so if I was trying to, like... um, convince someone mm-hmm. of my stance, I'd probably just bring up gun rights and the differences between the two opponents. Okay, and Joe? Okay, to respond to that, I will agree with you. I don't feel like enough people on the left are informed about firearms. 
And to convince undecided voters, I'd really just say, look at it, look at, as Joe Biden said best at the end of the debate, look at each other's character. I mean, clearly, Donald Trump has very, very wish-washy values. And he shows parts of him that aren't Christian-like. He just very much so. We have become the laughing stock of the world, and it is disappointing because we are such a great country and we have so much more potential to be the we are the leaders of the world so why can't we act like it mm-hmm. in the end like i said earlier we don't we don't um elect a president because of his personality and in mm-hmm. the end i think trump is going to protect the rights of people he's going to protect the rights of lgbtq and of um christians mm-hmm. and re- your religious freedoms and everything like that may i respond to that yes okay um so you you said he's going to we don't elect our president based on our character. What do we elect Car- Personality. Him on? I didn't personality. say character. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why would we elect someone with a horrible personality? Why would we elect someone with a horrible personality to represent us as a country? Out in the, why would we elect someone who we don't think has a great personality? Well, he was elected, so a majority of people thought he was going to do best for our country. Mm-hmm. But we see now that he is not necessarily the, be- the best figure for America. He some is not- people see that, but some people don't. Then why, that's just not necessarily... He's not very presidential, and I understand that's why he He's got elected. He's different. In he is a 16. businessman, and he runs this country like a business, which is, is why our problem. economy is booming. Was our booming. Is, was booming well, before the pandemic. And if Biden had to have been in the presidential seat, then the economy would have still fallen because that's what COVID did to the economy. It doesn't matter who's the president. Disregarding the first year of Obama's administration, which is the recession, and the last year of Trump's economy, which is clearly COVID. We must, we see that the Obama administration created more jobs, the Mm -hmm. economy was better than Trump's first three years, disregarding your um, Mm -hmm. claims about COVID. Whether it's the economy or gun control, the election of 2020 is certainly a controversial topic. Uh, Motivations on each side can really, you know, be influenced by our individual emotions. But I do want to thank both of you for a very respectful conversation today. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for, and uh, just thank you. Well, thank you for having me, Doug. Thank you to our listeners uh, for joining in uh, on this return of Breaking Snooze. I'm Doug Kyles, and this was a conversation with Gracie Henner and Joe Hang Stewart. Thank you.